Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready, because your order of Fresh and Ross is where they're saying this is happening. What's Man, good, I call everybody? that shit Twitter. They got me fucked up. I'm yeah, nah, I don't know. I, I think they call it uh, X now. What's good, everybody? Uh, call, Wednesday, what am I Wednesday, supposed Wednesday, to see you in X? Oh, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, Sports Sushi. Fuck that X shit. We're going to call it Twitter to the day I die, nigga. I'm a Twitter OG. You know, mama called Twitter. I'm calling Twitter. You know, mm-hmm. I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't with the X shit. i probably say X, you know, probably, you know, somewhere down the line. But, no, it, okay. It could be it can be the X app, but that shit Twitter. <laughs> like you, like you ain't been to, you ain't been to be, you ain't been to be Britney your whole life, and then come tell me you Veronica because you put on a wig, bitch. You Britney, you 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 the same motherfucker you been. Uh uh-uh, uh, no no, it's Twitter. It's fucking Twitter. All right, what's good, everybody? Unless you Elon know. called me and say Russell X amount of money, stop calling that shit Twitter, and tell everybody else to stop calling that shit Twitter. I'm gonna right. call that shit Twitter. What's good, everybody? It's another episode of Sushi. You know, it's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Let's get it. Another one. Another one. You already know, like and subscribe. Um, If you're listening, man, you know, we are all always live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, uh, you know, Rumble, all that good shit. So hit the bell. How the fuck you want to watch it? We are on. And, you know, we here, you know, it's all three of us now. You know, it's uh, me, Russell Sterling, you know, Chris. Sterling looks like. Looks like Sterling yeah. jumped out and he's gonna jump back in. He might okay, be well, you know, activity issues, but he's still here. He's, yeah, he's still, still here. here. You know, he he's made a team. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he made a team. Okay, all right, it's perfect attendance. All right, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> he just had to step outside and make a phone call, and he's back with us. All right. Oh yeah, no, I don't know what something's going on with the network tonight, man. I don't, I don't know what. Uh, I have to go go check it out after we're done. But yeah, it, it, I, I think it's something on uh, uh on what we had. We had we had some little trouble. Uh, Logging in and getting into what we were doing. So okay. Be, All right. It might be something, you know. Yeah, it might be there. something with Eva Mux. So, you know, hang in with us, baby. We're swimming in the, you know, in the trouble, man. We're going to deliver you a good show anyway. You know what I'm saying? You know, how y'all doing this, this good evening? You know, this, 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 I'm doing, this. I'm doing fine. Doing well. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? Hey, man. man. It's a. Uh... We inching closer to the weekend, man. Some more football, some college football. Like week zero, baby. Yeah, yeah it's hey, gonna I be think a that's the dumbest weekend. shit ever. I think that's the dumbest shit ever. But I'm gonna ride with it. All right, week yeah. zero. All right, so let's get through the show rundown. You know, we're gonna have the weekend recap uh, real soon. Then we got this day in sports, as always. Um, then we got you know gonna talk a little bit about boxing. Then the NFL. Then we got you know Sterling's power rankings top ten. Then we got the either or. And then we got some shit from Bet Stamp as well. So, without further ado, go ahead, Chris, run that good old Bet Stamp footage for the good old people watching at home. What's good, everybody? Today's podcast is brought to you by the good people at Bet Stamp, which is helping thousands of people win the sports betting for free. That's right, you heard me. Free. F R E E. Free. 
all right? The same way travelers use Google Flights and Expedia to find the best prices, bettors now can use the same through the Bet Stamp app. When you place a bet, the, or, the odds are given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even though you're betting at the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts and the differences can be huge. You're talking thousands of dollars. But fortunately for you, the good people at BetStamp have your back, okay? So, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click any matchup and instantly see the different odds that the game gives you game lines player props and even future bets line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term on average bet stamp users win an extra thousand dollars and over yearly just by line shopping you can't tell you that this is a fucking game changer and we back bang bang welcome back bang 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 Shout out to good old Bully Club. Pause. I don't know. I don't know. I just pause it just in case. Because, you, man, you just got to be like really, 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 uh, what you call it, uh, careful nowadays with Mace and Cameron. Oh, yeah, bro. You do. You do. It's a resurgence of the pause. It's a resurgence hey, of the pause. Big resurgence. Question for y'all. What's up? Yeah. Have you heard the new Quavo album? Yes. I have not. And yes. what do you think? It's passing grade, but it's not phenomenal. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot, actually. No, I know I, I like it, but it's like I had to listen to it a few are, times. As 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 I always say, it's music is subjective. You know what I'm saying? Is it better so than I would say album? I I don't mm-hmm. care about. I, I didn't listen. So. I listened to the whole Gunna album once, but like I'm not a huge Gunna like fan and before before he snitched. So like I, I yeah. kind of like try to like back away from that because I didn't really listen before. Now I will tell you this. Um Quavo's album wasn't bad. Uh, I think Dame Lillard had the best album of the weekend. Um and people may be like, what the fuck? If you haven't heard Dame Lillard's album, then you should go listen to that because that shit was better than everybody's. And second, I probably have Mick Jenkins. Um, if you don't listen to Mick Jenkins, don't know who Mick Jenkins is. M I C K J E N K I N S. No, that that Quavo album hit different for me. I mean, y'all know, like, I'm a big Migos fan. Take off, rest in peace. I, I, I know. I, yeah, you know, no, he I, got I some. He, it's good to see him on his little solo, his little solo thing. This is his second uh, solo project, but I thought it was dope, man. I think the song with uh, Take Off was. We need to. The second to... track was dope. Sterling, we need to find a day where me and you can get on and boogie you too and, and like add some because I got some people that want to do it to get on and like talk music, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Find, like, like, yeah, because like I no, what you're saying is not true. I felt like I think that Quavo is still in the in a area of finding like himself alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he's like offsets already found out, you know what I'm saying, what he is. Takeoff was what he was, which is a fucking he was genius. the best one. He yeah, was yeah, take the off best was, one. Well, Offset would be the one I like to listen to the most, but Takeoff is like was nice, and Quavo was nice too. But Quavo was always like, I amplify these two with a bunch of cool shit. Like I'm just yeah. a cool ass nigga that got like I got, but he's got to find out how to just be like him without them. So this was it was a good project, so, but I, I do me a I, favor though. What's up? Listen to it. Listen to it again. And I mean, you probably did this when you listened the first time, but kind of where his headspace was at. 
Like, like you were saying. No, like, no, 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 no. I feel you. No, yeah, like, it was, okay. It was his most real. It was like his realist. Yeah. Like, so, so like depiction say, of who he is. So when I say like he's, and we have yeah, we got, okay. We know we got to move on. When I yeah, say yeah, like yeah. his passing grade, I just mean like it wasn't something that made me go like and back up and go, oh my god, this shit is the gospel. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was yeah, something yeah. that, but it is something that I jam. I jammed it more than once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's in the rotation right now as new music is concerned. So like it wasn't bad. It just. Like I'm not gonna lie, like Mick Jenkins shit and Dame Lillard shit. Like I'm a, I'll shit. check that out. I'm gonna check that, that out shit, this weekend. That shit is fire. Like that shit All is right. real fire. Any tracks from there you want to tell me about before I listen to it? Uh, what to tell these niggas? Something show these niggas something is the Mick Jenkins track, and uh, view on Dame Mike Breen. I think it was very and uh, my daddy's son Lil Wayne. That's a good. I got one. you. I'm gonna get on. Um, it. and you got me too because I listen to so much fucking music. I have trouble bringing up names, but I got you. I am someone that likes to share music because I believe. Yeah, that's yeah. Love. I don't even have y'all's phone number, so we need to we like make sure yeah, to put that in the it. chat. It's just with all the ways of communication. Yeah, nowadays, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. wait. Okay, on to this weekend because Ghost is dick riding, but you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna let him do his thing because you know Chase is his homie. So they want to talk about this weekend, this uh, weekend, because I was going to bring up CPG anyways, because it is the best esports league in the nation. Um, so this weekend, I played a lot of Madden, bro. Um, I will let the people know if you follow me on IG, if you follow me on TikTok, um, I've been doing a lot of like you know Madden videos and goes just because you was talking shit. I am going to release that video of what DK Metcalf did to your ass in the last seconds of the game that we played. Since you want to talk that shit, so people know, like yeah, yeah. You can't live vicariously through your homie because <laughs> I'm the boogeyman on your street. Uh, so, uh, so, but no, it, it's a, it was a great weekend. Uh, Madden showed that it was, it has improved. Uh, I am on my page. I am not here to boast Madden up just because Madden is something that I, that I've played for a long time. I'm here to say it's like a revolution or revelation of whatever you want to call it. Resurgence. This motherfucking game is fun again. Um, and it makes and it makes all the sense instead of no sense. Uh, I feel like 2K is doing the same thing, and we can get that out in another episode. But offense OP, defense OP made the best man fucking win. Um, and I quite frankly love it. Love the celebrations. Now on the CPG, we had week one. It was game of the week. A very good player in Chase Dollars. A very good player in Chase Dollars. Uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Tell him to sign in with his name. You know what I'm saying? Um, otherwise, it looks like you talking, Ghost. Uh, but yeah, um, very good player. Very, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that looked like dick ride. So hey, you better blame blame dollars for me to that. No, don't blame uh, me. Blame dollars. Dollars set you up. Dollars. Hey. Glizzy, glizzy. Hey, Russ. No, but um, what's up? I will say this. Let me say this. I did I saw your clips on on, on X. I'm gonna call it X. And you you you're nice with the sticks, bro. You no, nice no, with and, it. And I, and I want to say this, like me and me and Dollars is a little rivalry, you know. So we played each other for a decade. So like we know how each other played. Great game. He came out smashing me at one point. He was up like thirty eight oh, to four. Thirty eight, yeah, pause. Thirty eight to four. Oh, that's crazy. He was like thirty eight to fourteen. We came uh-huh. storming back. Josh Allen with the uh, 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 uh. You could tell that me and him know exactly how each other played. Uh, I got down to the last seconds. I threw a touchdown from like the twenty yard line. Could have tied it up. Shit said, fuck it. I don't feel like being in New York no more. Tried to go for two. Kincaid dropped it. That's the way some games ends. But shout out to Dollars. It was a great game that he played. I'm not even going to hate on that man. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how the how the division start. I hope that he'll start streaming. Um, I'm going to be streaming the rest of my season games. And I really urge everybody else in CPG 
uh, to reach out to me. I'll spread y'all's names out so we can get people to watch this because it's a very, 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 very good uh, season that we got going. But all in all, uh, man's been really good. Man's been fair. And Thomas, uh, don't talk no shit. Fuck you too. Um, because I hope that Luck loses every fucking game with your team until you get back. Uh, if y'all don't know, Thomas is Seahawks and he's on leave right now, but he's got someone that's a bum named Luck. He's got the most unluckiest motherfucker <laughs> named Luck with his team. He's losing. But yeah, I hope everybody, I hope everybody from CPG starts streaming. Um, and then hopefully we can, you know, get some more of the guys out here so we can talk about it. And hopefully one day we can have a season with everybody from CPG and Sports Sushi. And in 2K, we will. In 2K, we will. More on that. If y'all want to get into more of the weekends things that I that I had. Uh, but that's it for the Madden. But if y'all want to know what I found out about 2K, then that, I'll tell you that too. Because, you know, I'm like the, I guess I'm the gamer motherfucker on this bitch now. Y'all want the 2K news? I mean, yeah, nigga, shit. All right, <laughs> 2K, even though, all right, fuck it. 2K seems though it is uh, overly priced and all that shit. People bitching about 2K is probably going to be the best game of the year. Promotion, basically, they've gotten the ability to take, they've gotten the ability to take motion capture from actual games like live games. So that's going to be in the game. Everything's truly authentic. The way the players moving, the best thing overall. They have crossplay in every mode, so we will be able to play PS5 versus Xbox Series X in a my career or my franchise mode so we'll be able to feel all 32 teams and i'm hoping that we get you guys chris everybody i know my, my homie chris shotgun i got mike d i got people all over the place like you know what i'm saying we got people all over the place that play the 2k on the five and the uh and the box and we're gonna be able to make something special and uh it looks like 2k might be the best game of the year so did they get a new game engine i don't know if they got a new game engine uh, but they got a new way to process kind of like, okay. So like FIFA got uh, a new way to process motion cap and they were able to do it. They were able to do it through the actual game. So okay. like, so like Kevin Durant's moves look exactly like they look in real life. And they brought back the 2k 19 uh, dribbling system, which was the flick, the stick left, right, up, down, size up dribbles. Oh, they did. It wasn't the, yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be as conky and wonky as it as it was uh this year because a lot of people complain me and from what i've read the shooting someone said the shooting is op but the defense is op so they're like if you leave someone open they're gonna bang you if you play a guy that knows how to green bean shotgun they're gonna bang you but pause but if you are able to get a hand up uh it takes instead of taking instead of like the game being like oh your shot percentage goes down it takes away points off your shot so like you'll get like 10 minus your shot because he's a good defender and he's in your face you know what i'm saying okay. so the real shooters stand out yeah. yeah so real shooters stand out um but yeah it looks like it looks like gaming this year even for the old niggas like because it's gonna be really really fun man we're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna try to have some fun but yeah that was weekend. I, I had some free time so i just fucking gained man but if you if you haven't played madden hadn't bought madden it's madden season buy that shit um and to all the people dissing madden uh you're fucking lying and all the shit that you're saying about it that's bad has to do with post-game glitches because the gameplay in this game this year so far until anybody I know breaks it is fucking awesome. And I, and I'm, I for one, am going to have fun with it. I'm not going to deny it. So if you haven't played it, play that shit. Videos coming soon. And if you have any videos, send them to me, big 30 to Truth on IG. Send them because I'll post them and I'll post your app. You know what I'm all saying? Right. I'm just, Speaking I'm of postings, uh, we have a Sports Sushi uh, entry from uh, Russell. Uh, up on the Sports mm. website as well. So, yeah, oh, yeah. 
Oh, yes, yeah, right into it. Oh, so if you guys want to know, I'm going to get the link after the show. So more than likely late tonight, I would just say tomorrow, there will be a link on my social media profile so that you can look at my first article on uh, the Sports Sushi website. It is going to be a brief about 500, 600 words. I don't, even, I don't remember how many words. It's, it's 500 plus words, uh, basically about uh, a quick brief out overlooking the Cowboys and what I think their season should look like this year. Uh, I think I'm also going to do one on Madden, but I will be doing them periodically through the year because, hey, when I got some free time, I like to write shit up. So y'all check that out on the website. Uh, they'll give the link, and I will also put the link on all my social media profiles so that you guys can check it out. Read all, right. all right. So let's go ahead and get over to our – this day in sports, so Russ, take it over here, brother. Oh, I forgot one last thing before I start to this day in sports. Uh, Sugar Shane, I mean, Sugar Sean O'Malley is a fucking dog. All right. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Sugar Shane. Oh, Sean, we're getting the dog. All right. Uh, Ghost would like us to shout out. Uh, uh, no! Yeah, John Wayne Lee. So shout out to John Wayne Lee for, for, for I had to listen to that nigga the whole weekend, Russ. You see yeah. my bitch yeah. ass? Like, he's damn, in, no. He's in love. <laughs> but, yeah, shout out to Waylee. She did kick yeah. ass. She it took longer than it was supposed to. Um, <laughs> on this day, <laughs> I had to take that jab. Goes, eh. On this day in sports, the 1982 uh, Seattle Mariner pitcher, pitcher, Gaylord Perry, was ejected for throwing a spitter. Um, I will say this about this day in sports. If you don't know, well, That's shit, I just, gave, I just gave oh, it. If you oh, nice. he just oh, went there. Man, dunk. Hey, he, he dunked. Oh, yes. Um, but if you don't know, uh, go look it up. Uh, basically, this guy got in trouble for something that he basically was would be following protocol today. Because hell, with spider with spider attack, he'd be a demon. But basically, he was putting Vaseline. He was known for putting Vaseline, spit, uh, anything you fucking think of on the ball to get it a little bit more sticky. Cause if you know anything about baseball, you get the tack on the ball. Once it's tack on the ball, you can get the physics that make it rock. Um, and sway and all that kind of stuff. So, which I honestly think is live and I think they should let the motherfuckers put whatever they want on the ball, but Hey, Hey, look, I'm just me. Uh, but other than that, uh, that's this day in sports. That's all I got right now. All right. So we're going to go ahead, you know, and, uh, touch a little bit on a rare subject here. We'll, not really that rare, but uh, we talk about it once in a while. Uh, boxing, uh, in the boxing world, he said, This day in sports just beat the Bills 42 to 41. Y'all uh, see this dick riding? Yeah, God yeah, damn, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, very, very you know uh, what? And I like that about you, couch potato game. I like that. Nah, you, they're just you guys you got spunk. You guys got spunk. I, I like that. You know, hey, Sterling, you know, you ever seen cock riding like this? I never seen more. I mean, niggas it's live it's more it's, it's foreign to me. I I mean, it's from another <laughs> land, bro. It's, it's from the third world like, country, dog. It's like I I'm like, damn. I, mean, I, said, I, I saw I saw Sean on here. I didn't see the name Chase. I saw yeah. the name Sean. Yeah, it, it sounds like they tag teamed you, dog. Yeah. Like I, I, so, I, I, they have a big deal against you, bro. <laughs> I mean, maybe God, it's because dog. of light skin. I don't know, Russ. You, you know, it may boogie. So what's gets to the bottom? I, 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 but you know what? I know Sean got a picture of Chase on his wall, like Helga and Hey Arnold. He got a whole closet. No, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, 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 I know. I know. Shout out to Chase, man. I know. Yeah, you know, shout out to Chase and fuck you, dick riding ass niggas. Like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you with that one. I got, yeah. Yeah, because one thing Sean don't like is a dick riding ass nigga. And he looking in the mirror right now like, damn. Am I dick riding? Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And and I think, you know, Thomas, no, I think, I think, you're 
Man, I want to see it. Fuck that, Thomas. I, I know that, but I don't know by the weight because, okay, we could get into Wait, it. you want to okay, see hold what? On, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, 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 go ahead, go let, ahead, let, Boogie. Let, Lace them up because Thomas, Thomas heard you and said it, and I was like, yeah. let's get into it. All right, so, so this is what happened. So uh, Bud wants to move up three weight classes, and he wants to take on the winner of the Canelo and uh, Charlo fight. He said it doesn't matter who it is. He wants to take on the winner of this fight, um, whether it be Canelo or Charlo. Me personally, for my money, it'll be Canelo. You know, here's what I want to see: is he you just know, trying to is he just trying to chase a bag or or like because that sounds kind of dangerous to me. Here's what no, here's what I think, guys. And I'm not. I don't want to be the nigga that like has like a guy showcases talent and all of a sudden i'm like on the bandwagon but bud crawford might be me and my homies talked about this morning me and my homie ghost and my homie chris talked about this morning we was like bud might be trying to not only become the best boxer ever but he might be trying to become the best fighter ever um because all he has to do is wait for one of these guys to win go beat them up and then if you've seen which shout out to ghost i haven't seen i'd never seen bud crawford wrestle um, I just heard, I just heard people say that he could and that he, you know, but my homie told, laced me up on the fact that he's like state champion, um, style wrestler. Yeah. And so while I do think that the fight against Canelo would be very, very, or Charlo, but since we're talking Canelo, I do think the fight against Canelo would be very, very difficult for any fighter. I think Bud is looking for something different. And I, I'm and me, me and my homes are saying today, and I'll and I'll let hmm. you take it, Boogie, and start after this. But we said, I think Bud would do it. He might win. And if he wins, he go find Khabib. That'd be the last yeah. and like he, he could like, that'd be the last person to say, I am the dopest fighter ever. Nigga, I'll beat up anybody in any realm ever. Well, Bud is talking about moving up in weight. Um, uh, you know, Canelo already stated that he has nothing to prove about moving down. He's you know, scared, but, you know. <laughs> Look, he don't want to lose that power against Bud. He, you know, he don't want to lose any yeah. strength or power against Bud because Bud packs all that. Bud packs yeah. like two hundred pound nigga power in a hundred. No, he does. But Canelo, Canelo's that dude too now. Yeah, but when Bud say he moving up, that means he's like, yeah. If I'm like watching Bud dismantle uh, mm-hmm. Spence's face with punches and how hard he hits. When you hit that hard at that size. Like you're and Canelo's kind of like this too, because he was a smaller guy when he first started that was hitting motherfuckers hard. So yeah. like he knows he know like Canelo knows like no I don't want to lose his power and Bud knows well fuck it stay there because I'm gonna go get it because cause Bud knows like I'm a, I'm gonna be fine like like I'm gonna have more power when I move up and I'm already gonna be faster than faster than most. So like I I think that I don't think it'd be smart for Canelo to move down. Like I think that it's just I and I think Bud is the type of guy that would say, fuck it, I'll move up. I think yeah. you're scared to scrap. Yeah. Nigga, I'm going to move up. Then we're going to see if you want to scrap. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, I would love to see this turn into Khabib versus Bud. That's biting. That's, man, that's a lot. Yeah, Man, I just, if, if Bud can beat, and I know this is hypothetical, but if Bud can manage to beat Charlo or, or Canelo, like he has nothing else to prove in boxing. I, he could beat you know? Canelo. You know, so so let's say he beats Canelo. Nothing else. To but he ain't boxing. beating Khabib. How do we know, bro? Khabib is another. He's a he's a different animal. He bro. is, Khabib but so is, is Bud. It's like you no, know, I love Bud, animals. but like, bro, have you seen Khabib, Bud wrestle, bro? Yeah, but no, 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 no. But have, Sterling, have you seen him wrestle? Yeah. Like Bud's not like a oh he can wrestle a little. No, Bud is like a wrestling. Yeah, like, can wrestle. but Khabib no, I know. Really, Khabib is really, like, really, really wrestling. Can I ask y'all a question though? 
if you, if I were to tell you that I can put somebody in front of Khabib that can keep himself up enough, no. enough. No. So, okay, so what happened to Alderman this weekend? Because oh, it's an it's a overwhelming point that I have about MMA fighting in general. But what's what happened to what happened to Alderman this week? He got his ass whooped. He got caught with the right. Okay, what is Shane O'Malley normal? Sean O'Malley normally? Dude, I don't know, but that that striker? fucking Irishman was that nigga was. <laughs> God. No, but, but well, my, my overwhelming point is we can move forward is that these guys that can box and that that can wrestle. Or at least prevent takedowns. They own the MMA world, and Khabib is a, Khabib is like one of a kind. He wrestled a bear. I know this. That's crazy. No, no, you can't out grapple a bear, but you can knock a nigga out. And I and I really believe that if Bud was to get up to like two hundred pounds and you was to rush him to try to tackle him, one, I watched him wrestle a motherfucker that big already <laughs> from wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. I mean, I'm just saying. And, it, and to me, it's like it's one of those things. Like, it doesn't matter if you're. It's the way he handles people. You sure. Know what I'm saying it'd be one thing, if, but Bud does not look like he is trying, and he's not. He's I, never put. So it's like if you. That's true. Him, I will give you that. Like he. And if you. And if you were to give Bud Crawford eight ounce gloves, Boogie, what's up? Gloves, I'm Boogie, Boogie gonna jump in on this. I'm gonna say this, and I'm not saying that you know Bud Crawford doesn't stand a chance. In the octagon with Khabib, I'm saying he Vince McMahon stands no chance in hell against Khabib because you have to look at it. Khabib even you know took some shots from you know Justin Gaethje, who was you know probably one of the hardest the hardest hitters in that division, and you know Khabib you know, and you got to look at how Khabib fights and approaches his fights. He doesn't give you enough space and enough room to even land shots on him like that. He's going to get you. He's going to put his face into your chest, and he's going to go ahead. He's going to maul you. He's going to tire you Look, out. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. He, like, and I, and, I, and I'm I'm not. I'm just sitting here saying I think this would be interesting, and I don't think that I, I'll leave it. To, I'll even leave it to be a toss up, or you can predict it how you want. But if you were to tell me after what I saw in Bud Crawford's wrestling, and I went down wormhole. So yeah, call me what you will. But after what I saw, I was like, this motherfucker ain't no regular, like, boxer motherfucker that yeah. can wrestle. Like, you know, he can wrestle. Like, he, he can get guy. a motherfucker was, up off of him. And, it was and, the, guy and Connors, like, he, he, the guy who was uh, uh, displaying uh, against was a uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, I think he was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. It's, it's, just, it's just that when you have a guy that has, like, so if you want to put your chest into Bud Crawford's, if you want to put your head into Bud Crawford's chest, he's going to hit you. I don't, gonna, I don't think it's going to be enough. I th- because because think about it. Like, think about Connor. Connor is literally what we're talking about. And until he broke his ankle, he was owning, he owned his division. He owned the UFC. Connor was a boxer, is a boxer. I'll say this. Connor ain't won a fight since, uh, since the. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying when Connor was on top. He is the closest thing to a boxer with MMA skills. And the way he was beating people, although and all of them was, you try this wrestling shit, I'm going to catch your ass. Because I got real fast hands like a boxer. And I'm sitting there saying, if you put Bud in that ring and someone tries to go head first with Bud Crawford, they are going to get hit twice. And, you know, and, if they get, and I'm thinking if they get hit twice with eight-ounce gloves, Nigga, you going to sleep. And it's good that you brought that up because you was like, you know, with Connor and stuff like that, because Connor went against a person that completely 
destroyed him and kicked his ass. Mm-hmm. You know, the person is is Khabib, okay? And that is the reason why he is but, who he is. But, the, but no, but guess what? Connor also went against a person that completely destroyed and fucked his ass up in Floyd Mayweather. And the closest thing to Floyd Mayweather we done seen is Bud. So if you got to do with that kind of hand speed and, and that kind of wrestling... And, and let's, let's take let's take a um and and on, and on God Khabib was whooping that nigga from, for his God and from, his click like that was on some other shit he yeah, wasn't finna lose and then, he wanted to kill he, he, he beat his ass <laughs> and then went outside and, and, and fought his entourage that's how you yes. know how much energy yes. he had left Ended it. in that fight <laughs> and told him niggas we can't fight no more you know, I kill we y'all. Could take, we, you know before we move on we could take a, a you know from uh, Clarissa Shields um, who is you know a world champion you know boxer that went over to the MMA. The biggest adjustment she said is is the training because in your fight, you know, uh, um, your, your training uh, schedule, you only have certain amount of time to work on on a lot of different things when it comes to yeah. MMA. And I think the preparation is is what you know would you know separate the difference. Like well, boxing, yeah, you just got to get in there, you got to work on your hands, your cardio, you know, your movement, and you know. And that's that's pretty much you know encompasses kind of the generalization of it. But with MMA, you know, there's your wrestling, your striking, you know, your defense, your ground game. You got to roll with your jujitsu and all this other bullshit. So it's a lot more that goes into it. But um, but yeah, no, but, I, I, no, I agree. That's why even you shout out to Thomas English. You know what I'm saying? One of uh, favorite viewer. You know what I'm saying? One of our favorite viewers. You know, friend of the show. Um. Now, shout out to Thomas and very good Madden player. That's the only time I give you a compliment, nigga. Take it. <laughs> um, um, but nah, um, shout out to him um, for bringing up that. Yeah, that, you know, the Khabib is a monster. Um, it, he is relentless. Um, it's not It's not me saying that, oh, 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 I think that a boxer could be the M- No, I remember what happened to James Tony. It's more of me saying that if I could catch uh, Bud winning these other boxing matches that we think he would win what's next and what would be the most entertaining and it would be him fighting volachansky i think it's volachansky is how you pronounce it that may be my bad mm. or it could be um oh, one of those two men volanovsky my bad volanovsky or could be um see but i think that we say no 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 because of what we've seen happen to boxers but for the first time i just seen volk escape a lot of deep clinches uh, i mean not clinches uh, but, a lot of deep guillotines oh, and and he Boogie, just he's a guy that just comes back from the he's the fucking undertaker it, bro he's like Boogie the five has, foot undertaker what's he gonna do when he gets hit three times in the chin bro he's been rocked dog like but, is, no, but he ain't been rocked he ain't dog. now we all know there's a difference between getting hit by anybody else in a real box. We can go on for days, my bad. But Boogie has spoken. I'll take the back seat. Boogie has spoken, but I still, Bud, if you're out there listening and if you see this, Bud, whoop Canelo or Charlo's ass and then go to this MMA shit and go whoop somebody else's ass and become Goku, nigga. All right. Level up, motherfuckers, what Russ is saying. All right. So we as we move on, NCAA football, uh, the most beautiful time of the year, if you ask me. Nice fall. The, the, the sound of the helmets clacking. Uh, yeah. It's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful time. And let's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, college football is uh, hitting us this week. I want to say yes. this weekend, Notre Dame is playing in Ireland, right? 
I, I yes. think so, but that's who I'm yes. probably betting on. Uh, it's yes. not. But yeah, no, nah, Notre Dame. I was, Dame, gonna, I was gonna try to put some action on the game. I got to rebound, get this bad taste in my mouth of this Week loss. Zero coming up. I just got you. Hey, I had to say it again. Week motherfucking zero, the lamest concept ever in sports. But hey, fuck yeah. it. We got yeah. week zero because they don't want to call it a preseason. They don't want to talk about playing the week sisters report. But we do got week zero coming up in college football. Me personally, I'm going to make a confession. I like college football more than I like the NFL games. Um, wow. Um, now, this is not me saying like taking a shot um, at the NFL. Um, those guys are awesome. But me personally, nothing compares to Saturday afternoon or Saturday night. Um, the teams, to me, to me, the teams are more. When you have two good teams, it's more evenly set. When I was a, when I was younger, me and a homeboy of mine um, used to tell people like this: in the NFL, if someone goes into the half and they're up more than twenty points. They're probably going to win the game. No matter what else happens, they're probably going to win the game. But in college football, something about that shit, you can go up in the half. You could be up 28, and you can lose by 10. Uh, college, thank yes, exactly. Shout out to Thomas. College is more explosive. It's more exciting. And me personally, y'all could call me a hoe. Y'all could say, Russell, you have no compassion. But there's something about, to me, there's something about a motherfucker that's about to go be an accountant versus a guy that's about to go be in the NFL. And then matching up together. And sometimes the accountant gets a dub. But most of the time, you get to see Crabtree. You know what I'm saying? You get to see amazing. You know what I'm saying? You get to see some wild shit. You get to see guys break. You get to see the Ed Reed type plays. You get to see Charles Woodson type plays. You know what I'm saying? So, like, college football, I'm just going to let y'all know as we do go, Sports Sushi's going to go over it, going to cover it. We're going to have different predictions because I fucking love college football like a motherfucker. Boomer motherfucker sooner. All right. So, Predictions, takes for this upcoming season. What do people? See, y'all didn't do it, so I'm gonna say it for y'all. Go dogs and go blue. Since y'all ain't want to rep y'all squad, <laughs> uh, the nigga at the I'm top always named Boogie. The, the nigga at the top named Boogie is a Georgia fan. For those who want to rep with him or against him, and the guy over here, wait, over here in the top, what is that? The top right of my screen, and maybe the top left, depending on how you're looking at it, mm. is a Michigan fan. So fuck Ohio State and everything they got going for them on this show. Unless you want to come on and talk to us, because then I love you, because you know what I'm saying? We fuck with you. Jackson Mr. Jigma, shout out Rockwall. But, um, hey, he heard again, I think. But I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, college football's coming. Week zero. Um, Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, you know, Boogie's the one that reads them out because, like, I, yeah, I just be answering them. But, um, which I, which I mean, I mean, first we got week zero. Um, I don't know if y'all want me to go in, but I got, I got a couple things that I got to say. But if y'all got some things about y'all's team, some y'all want to go first, y'all know I can talk about college football all fucking day, bro. Well, look, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Uh, I know, I know, um, I, you know, as the the Georgia Bulldogs, you know, have their back to back, whatever. I am going to go here and say they do not uh, complete the the, the, the the trifecta. No, we do not. Okay, right. I like it. I like it. No, and what, what no, you, what it's a setup. It is. It is like a. It's not a setup. It's not a setup. It's not a setup. I'm not going to sit there and be like, ah, no, it's not a setup. I, I genuinely feel they're going to fall short. Mm. I think they're going to make the final four. Of but course, going to fall short on the big stage. I think that's what's going to happen. Because you think Michigan's winning the national title. That's what you're going to say. Hey, Boogie, I think you're, I think you're, is it me? Or, I think, Boogie, I think we can only see your nose. 
What do you mean? <laughs> you like the guy from from uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor? We can only see oh, you. Oh, you're talking about uh, fucking, the nigga from uh, across the field. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy, Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> Man. <laughs> we can, no, but yeah, I know your cameras. We can only see like the bottom half of your face. But oh, um, I'll let you get away with that. But I'm still gonna talk my shit if that does happen. Um. So my thing is, and I was talking about this with my homie the other day, like craziness. I think craziness will rule. Um, I'm going to say this. Um, Alabama will lose the West to LSU. It won't be easy. But, you know, Jaden Milrow will go crazy. But I think that, man, I think the LSU um, with Kelly, with Brian Kelly, is just Brian Kelly told him, if I get the horses, I'm going to beat y'all in the race. And he beat him last year by one. He's got more horses. Mr. Perkins is going to be running around that motherfucker. If you don't know, if you don't know, bro, 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 those that don't know, you better find out. All you got to do is put it Perkins LSU. Watch it. Number four, zero. Boy is dog. Like, he is ridiculous. Now, Jaden Milrow for Alabama is going to show naked ass. If you don't know, he's the next Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson clone. Jade Miro for Alabama. Um, now, I'll let Sterling, if you want to talk about the Big Ten, I'll, I'll let y'all get into that. But I will say this, though. Um, yeah, USC's going to go brazy because Caleb is, yes, yeah, what am I going to say? Caleb is the best player. He's the best player in the no, Listen. no, no. How do I say it? How do I say it? It don't matter. Better than all these I can't do that. Not doing it. Caleb he is. is. He is. He is. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't. Look, there's not now much I to do... talk about in the Big Ten. Now, Actually, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead no, no, go ahead. No, no I was just going to answer Thomas. I was going to say this. Thomas, now, I am an Oklahoma lifer. I'm an Oklahoma Sooner fan. Someone in America, in the city of Houston and in the city of San Antonio, just threw up in the hand and said, fuck that nigga. But I can tell you this. Lincoln Riley was our coach, and that defense looks exactly, exactly, exactly like we did. So watch out when they play Utah. Watch out when they play Oregon because they probably going to lose those games because they will be giving up points. Um, but they should be the representative if Caleb can pull them out of the mud that they will be in. I want to say this, though, for the Big 12. For the Big 12, the team's not named Oklahoma and Texas. The team's not named Oklahoma and Texas. And I hope this gets through the airways. Fuck you. Fuck all y'all, and we are coming to take that shit. I don't give a fuck. Texas or Oklahoma is going to win the Big 12. It is going to be in monstrous fashion because the Big 12 is already. Yeah, the Big 12. Last year, right? Yes, and the Big 12 came out and, uh, and said, basically, they said, we are going to make it harder for them niggas in orange and them niggas in crimson to win games. So I'm going to say this right now for the Texas people and the Oklahoma people, even though we're rivals, fuck them guys. Go get the fucking dub because Texas or Oklahoma is going to win the Big 12. Now, the difference is if Oklahoma wins it, it's going to be cementing the best team in Big 12 history. That's going to cement Oklahoma as the best team in Big 12 history on their way out. Now, if Texas wins and goes on to the playoff after Big 12, the rest of the world is in trouble because that means their recruiting is picked up and and they're able to get the players that they need. And once Texas is able to do that, it's Texas, you're going to be in some trouble. So it's going to be a look towards the future. But uh, I do see um, big things in college football. I will say this. 
Last year, I did have a lot of people get on my ass, mainly Shotgun, Boogie. Y'all got on my ass about Oklahoma because I was talking about we lost our coach and we weren't going for a bowl that year, and I was okay with some of the losses. I will say I'm a man that stands on mine because I also told y'all I'm giving them a year and I want to come back. This is the year where I expect Oklahoma to have, uh, you know, they may lose one. They will make the playoffs and they will represent and you will see an SEC shift in this team. You will also see that in Texas. So those of you that do not watch the Red River Shootout, Sterling, the best rivalry in college football is Texas and Oklahoma. It is not Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, it's debatable. It's not. Arguably. Really, is <laughs> I tried to be nice. See, I tried to be nice. It's not debatable because uh, do y'all have a fair? Do y'all have a fair? Nigga, who cares about a fucking fair? Nigga, you ain't been. So I want you to come down here during fair time. Long, no, no, no. Sterling ain't been. So, okay, what we're going to do is during fair time, we're going to have a sushi fair day. So, Sterling, you come. Boogie, you come. We're going to go to the Texas State Fair. Hopefully, y'all could come on game day. I could probably get dollars to come. Even if I can get some people to come on fair, on the fair, on October 8th. Y'all come. Come to the fair. You will be like, holy shit. Uh, This is amazing. And the game is amazing. That's what I got. College football's jumping off this weekend. Let's go. All right. Well, well, listen. Uh. The Big Ten, man, I feel like this. Uh, it's a it's a it's a three horse race. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Nobody else matters after that. Um, you know, the thing about the Big Ten this year is, you know, Michigan is bringing back a ton of dudes on offense and defense. I mean, you got the best running back tandem in the nation, right? Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards. The defense only lost one starter. Okay, so. The Wolverines are going to be really good. J.J. McCarthy coming into another year. Um, I, I really do think he's going to submit himself as a first-round quarterback, probably late first-round guy. Um, Ohio State, I think they got some questions that they need to answer. Like, you can't lose to Michigan three years in a row. I think if they lose uh, a third year, I feel like Ryan Day, is, is, he's on a hot seat. I think he's on a hot seat now. They lose again with the talent that they have. It's not an excuse. Um, what Ohio State has built is a team built on speed and finesse. And in the Big Ten, you gotta you gotta get down in the trenches. And Michigan has beat them in the trenches on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball. And then you got Penn State over here, who they feel like they they built their team to beat Ohio State. So Michigan is one of the Michigan is ground and pound, right? They kind of figured out their formula. So they're gonna beat you up in the trenches, which we saw with Penn State last year, they weren't able to hang with Michigan because they just demolished them in the trenches. But I think when when Ohio State plays Penn State, I think you're going to see a really, really competitive game. They got a, a good young quarterback over there at Penn State that's really going to ball out. And Singleton, the running back, they got two running backs that are studs over there. They are really good. They got a couple uh, defensive ends that are that are up and coming. They got a right tackle that's that's really, really good. So Ohio's, I mean, so Penn State, they're 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 stacked. They're really good. So it's a three, it's a three-team race over there. I do think Michigan will come out on top. Um, Michigan needs to take another step, though. I feel like, you know, they get their it's good that they're making the playoff, but they're not doing anything in the playoff. So exactly. I think uh the problem with them is I think you know, Harbar and, and some of their young coordinators need to get better at uh game management in terms of yeah. Um, situational game management. I think that's where they suffer. But um, I really do think if if Michigan is going to win a national title, 
Okay, and that, that's a big if because mm. as Boogie's going to say, well, I don't think Georgia's going to win the third one, but they're really good, right? Yeah. They're stacked yeah, everywhere, like, right? And I know they got a young quarterback and they're trying to figure all that out, and they, they lost a lot of guys to the NFL draft. But they've kind of figured out the way, like they just re- rebuild it, return it, and another five-star yeah. goes in, and that's just how, you know, it's what Alabama's been doing. So I wouldn't say that Georgia is – That's why LSU is so intriguing. LSU is another intriguing team. I, I think Chip Kelly, what he's able to do – he was able to – what he was able to do at Notre Dame was really good. Like he's not getting Ohio State level and Alabama, is. Georgia level recruiting. So the the fact that he can develop, this is why Jim Harbaugh is doing really well because they can yeah. develop the talent. Well, both that they of have. them, both of them, both of them have done the same. I don't think sure. I don't think Brian Kelly is going to take as long. But Sterling, we agree, both of them. You're basically saying you got two genius ass coaches that are getting horses now. And right. what I watch, what I watched last year with LSU and Boogie, I'll let I'll let you give the SEC outlook because you know you're the, you're the Georgia fan. But what mm-hmm. I noticed last year was. I saw a man in Brian Kelly, and I tell this to my homie all the time. Like he said, basically, and I'm not quoting. This is how I I took what he said. Nick Saban and all you other motherfuckers out here in the SEC. I ain't got the horses at Notre Dame. Now I'm in this bitch. I got the horses, and he beat Nick Saban by one with some niggas he could just put together. You know what I'm saying? But in in the, in the grand scheme of things. You got there. You got Daniels. You got this. You, you got a couple. You got you had Bouye, um, uh, uh, the receiver. Uh, you had the receiver. You know what I'm saying? But you had actual horses, and you went out there. You beat Alabama, and I think next year that they're gonna they're gonna win the West, and they're gonna represent the West against Georgia. And I think they're gonna beat Georgia. But Boogie, what do you think about the SEC before we move on? What do you think about the outlook and what's gonna happen okay. out there with, with you so, being a Georgia fan? So before you know, uh, OU and uh, UT comes in and kind of you know uh, kind of alters the landscape. Um, prior, you know, you have you know Florida that you know is to me is always kind of a dark horse for Georgia. Um, they they've had some close overs now from last year. I've only was able to catch a couple of Georgia games because you know. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Sports search hasn't been working really good for me, and uh, <laughs> um, and you know, there's you know, they don't really show a lot of you know Georgia games now. You know, yeah. I catch a little bit more uh, from the national broadcast. Crack but, streams. <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, they 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 tell me that, but it just it, at some point, man, it it might be my 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 shit that I gotta you know test out and stuff like that, but it does start to get a little bit murky and stuff like that. It pisses me off with my UFC fights. But anyway, that's another story for me. Holla at me. But anyway, yeah. we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. I know nothing yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holla another at story. me. Another story for another day. Um, but um, with um, with uh, with Georgia, I, I do, you know, think that uh, and the SEC, I do think that Alabama has, you know, entered their, you know, rebuild phase where they're, you know, going to lose some ground to a couple of uh, other programs, you know, like Rusty said, LSU, I think Florida is kind of going to, you know, take some steps, yeah. uh, kind of close the gap uh, between them and Georgia as well. Um, the quarterback situation with Georgia is always a, uh, is always to me the, the biggest question, you know, is their quarterback play, you know, is it, to me, you know, the defense, the run game and everything else is, 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 is always more stable. And it's yeah. been like, you know, it's, it's kind of always been that way, you know, 
That's how SEC teams work, though. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it's like one position is just going to kind of, you know, just be up in the air. But Georgia will always find ways to make it work. Um, you know, and, I, you know, I, I, I'm impartial to say is because everybody else around him and the other positions around him and the other side of the ball is, is just that much better to kind of pick up um, where, you know, this position, you know, this quarterback position might, you know, come up short but this year you know i think uh, i i haven't uh, been uh checking up on it. i want to say uh the 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 starter is a i think it's a freshman am i am i uh yeah i think so yeah. so um the starter is going to be a freshman and you know who knows what you know what they can do you know uh you know for me you know i'm always a wait and see type of guy i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna sit there and see how they perform and then i'll kind of you know leave my opinion but i don't i i have to go ahead and be very conservative uh with this one i know you know they're y'all are like any bullshit but i do think that they don't uh hit the the, the three-peat here i do think that you know they do make it close but they do come up short um you know i gotta see what team we go you know that we're gonna have you know like we lost a lot yeah. of a lot of good starters you know we, you know, we might be uh, a team that's, you know, might be, you know, still strong in the trenches all the way around the defense. We might have a – Y'all going to be straight in the trenches. We might have a strong secondary, you know, or, you know, we might – Y'all going to be straight everywhere. No, no we really don't defense. know. All I know is that the one thing that's a given is that Brock Bowers is going to be that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's a, to me, that's a good spot offensively, you know. But, but okay, before we wrap up college football – Question for all you guys, and I'll answer sure. it too. Who y'all got in the playoff? Okay, so I got Michigan. I got Georgia. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna say. Uh, I would say another SEC team because that's that's always the safest bet. Um, you know what, Russ? I might. I might. I'm inclined to say LSU might make it out there. Okay. Um, now for the fourth team. I want to throw a wild card in there. Yeah, there always is. Yeah, there always well, is. Carson I mean, Beck is the quarterback for Georgia, and he's not a freshman. So, okay, uh, he was a twenty twenty in the twenty twenty recruiting class. So he, I think okay, so he yeah. probably would be a redshirt sophomore, probably yeah, junior. So, if he wasn't redshirt. So who is it? Who's your follow boogie? Uh, I'm thinking about the fourth now. You had. I had, I had I had Georgia, Michigan, and then I said, um, you know what? USC. LSU, LSU, and USC. Georgia, think, Michigan, LSU, and USC. I think that's what it. I think. I don't think USC is gonna make it. You don't think Ooh. so? They ain't got Ooh. no defense. Ooh, ooh, hey, what's up, Dale? Ooh, hey, man, man, Sterling, my brain's churning, but like, I mean, like, I know, I know if it. Knows, I know what you're saying is fact. I don't yeah. think people want to believe it, but I watched a lot of Oklahoma football, y'all. Like USC is Oklahoma football because Lincoln Riley brought the same exact shit, and they can't stop a nosebleed. We got Dale with UGA, that's Georgia, USC, Bama, and in Ohio State. Um, I can respect it. Now, uh, Sterling, you want me to go, or you want to go? No, no, go for it, man. I mean, right, I don't so like my Final Four. Really, ain't gonna change that much I, I do think though that people who continually put usc in the 
Final Four. I, I don't. They haven't proved anything. Like they're in a Pac-12. That's that's. I think kind of it's weak, but they do have a lot of good quarterbacks is. this year, right? So I, how, they're going to lose a couple games. Here's uh, what I think. What it is? Oregon's going to beat think, them. Yeah. Well, I think I think Oregon. Washington's probably going to beat them. So I think I a team from the Pac-12 will Washington represent might, in the yeah. Final Four. So like Washington is a good is a good candidate, and Oregon. You I mean Bo Nix? They're playing well. So yeah, I, I think that I think that because of conferences, quote-unquote, dying, you know what I'm saying, changing, I think that the committee built up of humans is going to try their best to be like, all right, let's try to get a representative from each conference. That's why I believe if Texas or Oklahoma, excuse me, if Texas or Oklahoma can make it out the Big 12 this year with either undefeated or one loss to one another, um, then they'll be able to represent. Because me, I have LSU, Oklahoma, I do have USC in it, but that's because I think that the committee is going to want a Pac-12 team represent. I think they're going to want to try and spread it as much, but I do not think two SEC teams are going to make it. I think the last team that's going to make it is Michigan um, because I think the committee, when they look at it, is going to look at it and say, we're going to 12 teams. The SEC cannot get two teams in this year. Sure. And I honestly believe that the SEC isn't going to have two teams that are worthy. You're going to have Texas and Oklahoma that are going to fight tooth and nail. That's just the game in October is literally going to be like it used to be back in 2002, 2003, when it was Texas and Oklahoma are playing, and the winner of this motherfucker is going to play in the national championship. And But this time it's going to be the playoff. So I think that that's going to matter. I, I think that USC, even though I believe they're going to lose, with one loss in the Pac-12 and the changes that are happening, I think that they'll still get accepted to the playoff. I think that Alabama is going to finally lose the, the SEC West, and that means that LSU is going to win it. And with Alabama not in it, then they're going to – I think they're going to actually allow a fairness to the SEC championship, and the winner is just going to go. And I think that winner is going to be LSU this year. And as you said, Sterling, Michigan has ex- – their identity, their winning trench warfare, SEC style trench warfare. So I think that Michigan's going to take a step forward, and they're going to get to the playoff. And I think they may even win their playoff, uh, their playoff game. Because I'm, 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 I'm thinking. I don't know how it's going to measure up because I think they make Oklahoma play LSU first. But I'm thinking we're going to have a rematch of 2001 of Oklahoma and LSU. But if that doesn't happen. I do think that Michigan might beat LSU and we might have a Michigan Oklahoma matchup because I you know, I'm Oklahoma fan. You know you got Tennessee out there too. Um Tennessee's gonna have a great season, yeah. but when we're talking about the playoff, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll do that. But like Tennessee's gonna have a great season. Yeah, so you know the SEC thing can get a little murky, you know. Yeah, just, for sure. It just, you know, hey man, you just gotta see what Texas or Oklahoma will be in the national championship this year. This year? Man, see that's where this I year, ha- I have to disagree because I say after they I, I think it's movie. too it's it's a little premature this for year. Oklahoma to represent in the college football playoff. <laughs> I, I just feel like they had they had to rebuild a lot. I like Brent Venables though. I think no, I think I, he can get it together. When, I don't like his some, comments this offseason about Dion, but whatever. Yeah, like it's whatever. But, but when you see this recruiting and what what he's done in the running, no, I, the running, I see it. Demarco Murray and and his recruiting in the running back position is special. Uh, we have one. 
Oklahoma's gonna have to find some wide receivers to make plays, but we got a couple guys that I don't think you got Andrew Anthony from Michigan. Well, we also have we there's a there's a lot. There's Gibson, there's there's a there's a lot. There, mm-hmm. There's at least seven guys that they're waiting to step up, so we'll see. But it's all about, you know, is Dylan Gabriel gonna do his thing? Um and it's really about how the defense is gonna act, uh how they're gonna perform. But Oklahoma's yeah, that's a big a good one. team this year. Yeah. That's a big Oklahoma's one. And then Texas, like we, we you know, they always like underperform, up. man. Yep. That's the thing up. with Texas. Like, how many in the past three years we've I know I've said it. I don't know if you guys have been on the same boat, but like Texas. Texas is gonna do it this year. That's what we would say. Texas but I, I don't say it, but do I, it. I, I, yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? Like they just never they're like they're like the Chargers in the NFL. I love that shit. I love that shit. As Oklahoma, I, I, so as an Oklahoma fan, I love that shit, but I will be honest. No, Texas is a program and talking to one of my homies that like likes Texas and really talks about their recruiting style. And then my homie Chase Dollars, he also reports a lot of like he like sends us a lot of like Texas recruiting. It's changed. Like Texas used to recruit a lot of popular players that had mm-hmm. good attributes on the outside and skill position players, but now they're going in deep in the heart of Texas and going to get some beef, some hogs, some guys that can play in the in the trenches. So it's gonna be real interesting to see Texas with actual trench line play and how they can perform. Um, but I, I'm no, I'm being serious. I think that Texas or Oklahoma is going to be in the national championship this year. Um, I, I, I'm just saying, the two teams watching recruiting, watching the other these other teams. Nah, man. Like Texas and Oklahoma have like a, it's like a, like it's like a almost like the world against like us. They're not together, but it's like the world's against you. Yeah, the world's against us too. Because everybody, everybody's in the nation is saying like, "Oh, Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC," Ugh. and Oklahoma and Texas are like, "Well, you got us fucked up." Like, thank you, Chris Sherrard. Like, Oklahoma, like Texas is finally starting to recruit guys from all over. Good talent in the line. Oklahoma's getting, and, and from me being a fan from the outside perspective, we're getting three hundred pound defensive linemen. Shit hasn't happened in years. We're getting we're getting receivers that might have wanted to go to Florida. So like. Texas and Oklahoma are getting these guys that are SEC recruits. And I have read on Twitter and on the internet and on various platforms, these guys are saying, like, I'm choosing Texas slash Oklahoma because I already like the program. I already thought the program was better than other programs. But now they're in the SEC, so I know for a fact I'm going to get what I need out the program. So Texas and Oklahoma are going to be very, very dangerous, and they're fighting for something a little bit more because they know – when they go into the SEC, the SEC is going to look at them like, y'all don't know how to play defense, and we're going to shut down y'all's offense, and y'all shouldn't have came here. And our outlook is, y'all got us fucked up because we're going to bring quarterback play to the SEC. Quinn Ewers is coming to the SEC. Uh, Jackson Arnold is coming to the SEC. The SEC ain't going to use the quarterbacks that are going to be playing like this. All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on along to our bet stamp segment. So, Chris, go ahead and fire up that good old footage. Oh, I fucked up. Picking the goddamn Troy Lions. I mean, it happens. I know. And, but, you know, Chris going to let you know about it. Come on, Chris, talk your shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it wasn't <laughs> a great It wasn't a great week Week two in preseason for, uh, for any of us, Yeah, especially the Bills. But uh, – you guys went one and two. Who got it right? 
Who got it right? It was the Lions game, I believe. No, that's it, Lions no, that's no it's the Chiefs game. Chiefs game. I picked uh, that. Lions got smoked, and the Giants missed the spread by one. Fuck, yeah. man, that's definitely me. Yeah. That's definitely me. So if you lose, if you lose by one, that's this guy. So <laughs> there once you go. Once the season actually starts, I'm going to track each of your guys' picks individually as well. So, so we can see yeah, do who that has, shit. Do, has yeah, the best please. record, and then we'll have the overall sports sushi record. All right. Smoking y'all niggas, y'all that gas. All right, so <laughs> bet stamp spiel real quick. If you're a gambler, if you're going to start playing daily fantasy football, you're getting ready for the season, get some extra bonuses, help out sports sushi, sign up for betstamp.app slash sushi. It's it's a great point shop point shopping site and analytics site for uh, getting an edge on betting. Uh, so let's get right into it, gentlemen. Uh, I believe we've got actual real college football on the board now. As Week well. zero, bitch. Yeah. yeah, I got mine ready, locked and loaded. You know, come on. But right. I mean, y'all can go first if y'all want to. Or I can go first if y'all want to. Fuck baseball. Fuck the yeah. Yankees. So fuck the Astros. As we go forward here. You guys are going to have to call out whether you're looking at the NFL games, whether you're looking at college football, then if it's crazy and you're going baseball for some reason, and then once we get the other sports going there. We'll, we'll be, be going baseball playoffs, playoffs but. but um, I'm going back to MMA. Just letting y'all yeah, know. Hey, right hey, hey, you go what you know. So I'm Sterling, going NCAA football. It's the only one that had a, had a correct pick last week. Do you want to go first or do you want to go last? You know what? Let the best go last. You right. That would mean Russ is first. Uh, no, I lost by one. How many did Boogie lose by? A lot. Hater, <laughs> a hater lot. alert. Yeah, Chris, hater alert. So Boogie's first. I'll go second. Which okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go NCAA. All right. And I see a push here with the UTSA and U of H game, <laughs> which is on Saturday. Right. That's a tough one. Yeah. Might need to take a trip. Wait, no, that's in is that that's in Houston, right? Yep, it's gonna be in Houston. Is this weekend? Yep, yep, yep. I might need to go to Houston this weekend. (laughs) If I pop up in Houston this weekend, hey, I'm gonna be there. All right, what what team? Is a UTSA versus what team? What team? Beat motherfucking beat. Chris is only one team. It's the road runners. She's a project. I'm looking at that right now, and I want UTSA for the fucking win. Dubs, nigga. Because last time they played, we uh we opened up their stadium and uh, we handed them a loss. So I'm kind of come on. Shout out to the Road Runners for getting the football program going. We got our first four star recruit this season. No, it's not going to be on the Wisconsin. It's going to be on the uh, damn. It's going to be on the second. God damn. I was going to say Tyreek Wool is in the NFL. Davenport's in the NFL. Yeah, it's going to be, but it's going to be on the second. It's not going to be this weekend. God damn it. Oh, okay. It's not. Oh, good. Because I would have been out. I was looking at it. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Next weekend. So next weekend. But that's my pick for next week. Okay. Uh, well, I guess you're uh, really early instead of uh, really late on the pick here. All right, so I mean, shit, dude. Go okay. ahead, go ahead. <laughs> they just had a card this weekend, man. Fuck. Uh, Russ, you know who you're picking? Yeah, I got mine. Uh, why he thinks about it? Um, I'm gonna go out here, guys. You know, I really love college football. I got Ohio, the minus three. 
Um, the QB's back. Don't ask me his name because I don't fucking remember. But I do know that the QB's back. He tore his ACL, MCL, all that shit last year. He's going to be back. They do have a defense that's coming back that's got a bunch of guys that know each other. So that camaraderie and all that shit, that's going to work. Um, and San Diego State has a trend of losing at home. Plus three. I said minus three. I meant plus three. So give me Ohio. Yes. 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 Give me Ohio plus three. The Mac is back. And uh, yeah, we're going to go with that, though. So we're going to start it out like that. I started out the fucking season taking up, taking an underdog. All right. Boogie, do we buy you enough time? Yeah, so let me go with uh, UTEP and uh, Jacksonville State. Um, what are we – what's the line? What, I plus think, one for UTEP or plus one and a half for uh, – I think – State. I mean, fuck, man. It's got a minus one I, UTEP. Yeah, I can't go against UTEP. Barstool's got one. minus one UTEP, too. Yeah, I got to go with UTEP on this one. Um, stay with the UT uh, system. Yes, sir. Stay within the UT system. I can't betray them. The whole system cold except for the Longhorns. I mean, it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sterling. So y'all ready for the for for the winner? Like the people who are trying to get that bag, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to try to listen to me this week. Okay. I ain't gonna say because you won. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta I gotta say it with my whole chest over here. Uh, let's let's go to let's go to college football. Let's go to college. Oh football. shit! What you got on week zero? Yeah, let's let's uh let's let's check out week zero. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a game that's gonna be interesting and fun to watch. I'm gonna go Navy and Notre Dame. Okay. Yes. Now I was here, here we go. Game. So it's it is scary to pick, right? Very. I want to see though. Here here's 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 where I am. This is logic speaking, right? Okay. Notre Dame is supposed to be good. But they are never, like, really, really good, right? But one thing we do know, Navy is always decent in the trenches. And that should kind of stop them from uh, blowing them out. Don't you think? I I, I don't. That's a thought process I had. I'm scared. I was scared of this game. But I want to – yes, that is the thought process I had. Okay, and hear me on this one. That is the thought process I had. 20 points in college, like you were saying, Russ, it's different. Like, if this was, like, a 30-point spread – then you know you go and take Notre Dame. But I'm going to yeah. go ahead and go with Navy covering the spread at plus 21. They could lose by 17. I'm, like, I'm just You're saying. Right. But, bro, I, nah, like, you're, like, nah, because, like, these, Zero, you're the Army, risky. Army, Army, Navy, Army, Navy, and Air Force, they slow down the game. Right. And they make it a muck fest. Where it's like, God, dog. So, like, I like that you picking the plus 20 because Notre Dame is probably going to win. But I don't know if Notre Dame is that explosive this year. I'm thinking Notre Dame might beat them by, like, 10 points. It might be, like, 20 to 30 or something like that. Right, right. Because last year they played Ohio State in the opener, right? And that was a low-scoring game. And, you know, just Navy didn't look. I mean, Notre Dame didn't look like, you know, they're going to be nothing, you know. So, so Joe, I got to give a shout out to Joe Malone. You know what I'm saying? Geico Joe, what's happening? I need to see you to make some noise with them Chance City Chiefs during the season. because You got to pat my horse. But, y'all. All right. All right. So, those are the the three picks this week. Russ, give them the spiel. 
You already know what it is. You know, if you are a degenerate, I'm sorry, not a degenerate. If you have a problem, if you gamble way too much, if you bet on your last team, your last dollar, if you would bet your baby's last diaper while she was taking a shit on a game, then you need to call 1-800-GAMBLER because you have a problem. And we don't like problems. We like to solve them. So if you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And remember, if you like to gamble but gamble way too much, stop. It's okay. You'll be okay. Get your shit right. And jump back in the game. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. So if you can gamble, gamble. If you can't, realize it and don't. If you have a problem, 1-800-GAMBLER is the number. Let's rock. All right. You already know what time that brings us to. Uh, your favorite segment and mine is the good old either. Let's do it. Or, or you switch it up on it. Hey, you know, it's whatever comes first. I know we normally went to one, two, rattle, high. But today I went to rattle, hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, so today's either or. And I want people to keep in mind because as, as we've gone through these either ors and as we've done them, I've noticed that player longevity has been something that people squeeze in. And and mm-hmm. y'all call me an asshole, not YouTube, but people out there, y'all call me an asshole, but I narrow I narrow things down to where we have to go through one column that everybody got to follow. So I noticed that longevity is something that people look at and they go and say, well, you played for 14 years. 30. So I'm asking everybody, longevity doesn't fucking matter. It okay? don't? It doesn't. I'm that I'm going to I'm I'm going to remove because the either or is supposed to be the either or is supposed to be this. I have this player at his peak performance and I have this player at his peak performance. Who do you want? So I'm going to announce now that we're taking longevity out of the equation. Okay. All right. I want to know who you would pick. If you had to pick this player first and you knew you were going to play against the other player one game, who one game, one season, I don't really care, either one, but the players at peak performance and all that other injury shit doesn't matter. The fact they only played a little bit doesn't matter. We're talking about if you have this guy healthy, who do you want? You know what I'm saying? So this week, or healthy and playing, you know, at peak performance, whatever. So this week's either or is going to be old school Chris Carter versus a fan favorite by fan. I mean me. Y'all do know who I pick when I say the name. Chad Johnson. Uh, two receivers that possibly had the best feet in the NFL. Toe taps, uh, you know, routing the guys up. I'd like to know from those in the crowd, one, hit the notification button. Hit the subscribe button so that you can be a part of the sushi and grow the algorithm to who you got man you got to pick a receiver you ain't got no quarterback you ain't got nothing else you know that you're gonna play this against the guy that you yeah. don't pick pick and you got chris this carter easy. chad johnson who you got all right ocho ocho all the way i'm gonna say this i'm going chris carter and the reason why I I, you were. is because of the one quote that i've heard about chris carter somebody said it said motherfucking hands are so big he can wipe his ass and scratch the back of his head at the same time. Pause. So, because of that, 
He did have big ass hands though. Because of that. that nigga had big ass hands. No, he did. He did. And, and because I'm of going that, Chad Johnson though. Y'all know what I'm going. Yeah, I know. You know, hey man. You yeah, no but he, you know, I had a backpack with Chad Johnson on the back of that motherfucker. Chad Johnson, I mean, my favorite receiver ever. Chad Johnson had, and 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 for me, it's like when I was watching football at a period where you know he was providing the most entertaining style of football. You know, with this the end zone celebrations and stuff like this. So Chad Johnson is is, is very near and dear. You know, to me, when it comes about you know, when we're talking about receivers and stuff like that, but I need to go. <laughs> but you know, Chris Chris Carter, yeah, that's going to be my pick. I think Chris Carter was the best at the toe tap, getting in bounds. Um, all y'all that know me know I picked Chad Johnson. Like you, ain't oh, yeah. Chad, Chad Johnson. No, no, I'll, I'll no, hey, hey, Sterling, you don't know, but people that know me know. No, Chad Johnson is my favorite receiver. Oh, okay. Like y'all yeah. niggas ain't fuck the best feet in the league, the most heart, and like I have never seen a guy take the receiver position <laughs> and make it into an art form. Like things that Chad Johnson did that people don't realize is he would burn <laughs> his motherfucker on the route, and Carson would throw it deep, and instead of catching the ball at the high point like you're supposed to, he would wait for that bitch to get like down at his knees and catch that bitch, ha <laughs> just to let the DB know, nigga. You had no yeah. shot. Uh, my nigga was the only person that had a list of DBs that he let know, I'm going to cook you Sunday. You, you, sir? Yeah, I'm going to cook you. And he did it to all of them. Um, so, like, Chad Johnson's my favorite. He's my favorite receiver of, like, all time. Like, my favorite to watch. Uh, favorite Ocho Cinco, all that shit. Like, I love Chad Johnson. So, this was, like, a one to me that everybody know. You know I wasn't going to pick Chris Carter. Chris Carter, though, I will say this, though. Even though Chad Johnson has the best feet, and like route running, like to me, to me, in my opinion, I know people say Russell, you're in my opinion, Chad Johnson has the best feet and his ability to do everything at the receiver position as far as I can route you up, I can burn you deep, I can point at you and tell you, come over here. Like you can jam me if you want. I'm going vertical. I'm running nine. Like let's rock. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything that encompasses being encompasses being like a great receiver, Chad Johnson did it. Love Chad Johnson. Um, and his stats are up there with Michael Irvin, so he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, even though he's not. But just so you know, I got to do it every time. Pro Bowls, six for Chad Johnson, eight for Chris Carter, uh, three All-Pros for each. So they were tied in All-Pros. Those of you that know, some of us take All-Pros more. Uh, they're weighted a little bit more than uh, Pro Bowls, but Either or, here nor there, y'all give us y'all's reaction in the comments section. Like, subscribe, hit that bell so you get that ding. But that is it. Chad Johnson, I mean, uh, Chris Carter or Chad Johnson, either or, which one you got? We got Boogie with with Chris Carter. We got Sterling with Chad Johnson. And we got Big 30 The Truth with Chad Ochocinco. But I will say this. If Chad Johnson, if you're out there listening, watching, if this gets to you, I'm going to beat your ass in FIFA, bro. That's all I want to do. That's all, all right. I want to do. All right, so look, let's go ahead uh, over to the NFL to close out the show. A um, little bit of NFL news. Uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, has been granted a uh, a uh, trade request. Well, a request to seek a trade uh, with the team. So, um, Cowboys, please, nigga. Name has already been linked to a couple of teams. I think the Dolphins was one. We just started the show. The Eagles uh, were one that yeah, uh, uh, brought up. So, so um, if, I mean, Cowboys, if y'all let the Eagles, if the Eagles, if the Eagles get John to tell, I'm gonna cry. 
go ahead. The one thing I just want to say is, is I'm gonna cry. What are some realistic uh, landing spots for uh, Jonathan Taylor or some teams that that should be making oh, Dolphins? Moves? Dolphins. I think half the league should be calling about Jonathan Taylor. Sterling, Sterling, watch this. Yo, team, I told y'all last year <laughs> the Bills should put everything in they they power to get to get Saquon. He out the y'all like the Bills and the Cowboys. What the fuck are you thinking? Okay, so as far as the cow- the Bills are concerned, and I don't want to go too far into your team, Sterling, but I'll just say this my piece on what I think. The Bills have a complete team. If you get a guy like Jonathan Taylor out there that can make shit happen, you're going to win. Like, same thing for the Cowboys. The Cowboys, you were the best when what? When Ezekiel Elliott was healthy and could run all over the place. Oh, my sure. God. Go get that guy. I don't care. Now, let me say this before I let y'all go. I don't give a fuck about the future with him. I don't give a fuck about how much money he wants. I'm talking about sign that motherfucker to a deal this year because Jonathan Taylor knows how to right. do one thing. And sorry for the race out there, but that big nigga ain't going to break. Fucking Chris, Friday Chris, Night Lights Give him the ball. Put Jonathan in, let him spin. Real quick before Sterling can jump on the on the Jonathan Taylor response, I just want to address one thing. Now, now that you're going to pretend to be a Bills expert because you're managing them in the in, oh in my the CPG, uh, <laughs> I'm going to call I'm going to call you out on something that you know firsthand is not true. They I are not a complete team. Running back no, Russ, Russ, there is no worse linebacker core based on Madden ratings than the fucking Buffalo Bills linebacking core. That's not a complete team. Oh, I know this. Oh, I know this. They don't have two linebackers. They don't have two linebackers. I found out firsthand. I'm talking about... But, Chris, I'm talking about overall, bro. Like, overall, the Buffalo Bills have a team. Like, overall, I have a team. The Cowboys have a team. Like... These are teams that need this guy. And I'm tired of the running backs being underrated. I'm not saying you're going to do it, Sterling, but I'm just going to – let me just – I'm – fuck, no. Y'all, Cowboys, Bills, you need this shit. Like, Jonathan Taylor is that shit you need. And and Colts, good luck. Good fucking luck. Because that – I think it was Lewis Riddick said it today. Jonathan Taylor need to come on TV and be like, KD, y'all fucking know who I am. Y'all got me fucked up. Like, y'all know who them and stop playing. Jonathan Taylor behind a front five that can get it fucking done is going to be a demon. And if you're a team like Dallas, if you're a team like uh, like the Bills, if you're a team like, I don't know, you, you uh, fuck, the, the fucking Vikings, if you're a team that's got some fucking talent on offense and you need to be able to control the fucking game, that that is that guy. Like y'all see that shirt that I spell I sell at Sports Sushi. I mean, I sell at a uh, Sports Plug that says the I'm hello. My name is him. Jonathan Taylor is him. He's him. People say he's got RB by his name, so they try to diminish it. But he's him. Go ahead though. I'll let y'all go. Listen, I mean, it, I would love Jonathan Taylor on the Bills. I don't think it's gonna happen though, for what they're asking. Now, if I was Brandon Bean, and I and I, and and if it's my goal to win a championship right now with the roster that I have right now, I make a trade and I offer them Kyrie Elam, I offer them Ryan Bates in a second round pick or third and a third round pick, and hopefully that gets it done. But 
It's not going to happen. I, I, I do think the Bills really like what they have in, in James Cook. And it's really not financially responsible to go get a running back that you're going to have to sign to a, a major contract. Um, I was talking about Great this on my, on the podcast last night, and you you got the sweet three. These are these are running backs that are making $12 million a year, and Derrick Henry is one of them. Um, the, one of the pluses about Jonathan Taylor is he's 24 years old, right? So he's a young running back. The problem is, though, even though he's 24 years old, he's got so many miles on them legs. That's the problem. You're starting to see him break down a little bit. I think he'll be, he's going to be a great player. And I think if the Bills were to get him, he'd be perfect because you don't have to put the whole offense on Jonathan Taylor's back. But the problem is I don't think the Bills are going to get frisky enough to make a trade, right? Because it's got to hurt. You know, it's got to hurt for both sides, right? Mm-hmm. For the Colts, you're losing Jonathan Taylor. What are the Bills willing to give up? The Bills should not give up a first-round pick. But if you can give up maybe is, a second or third-round pick and a player, I mean, you, you do it because you hold on. Your you're gonna lose. Yeah, you're gonna hold on. You're gonna lose Gabe Davis. Oh, yeah. You're gonna. You're not gonna be able to pay for him, and then you're gonna have to start trimming this roster down. Uh, you, you got about 15 to 20 free agents on one year deals right so you're gonna have to kind of create some cap space kind of make some things happen go ahead you're not wrong in anything you're saying i'm i'm looking at it strictly as like like this i'm a competitor that piece makes me win i don't care about next year i i I completely agree with what the rams did like people talk about the rams this year and like what are the rams gonna it doesn't fucking matter what the rams gonna do this year we won we won I don't, I don't like, I like to me when I look at it, like as a Cowboys fan, I'm looking at it like, I don't give a fuck about five years down the road. Go get Jonathan Taylor and win this bitch. Sure. Because you got two running backs that, and, and, and the same thing with y'all. Go get Jonathan Taylor and win this bitch because you have Jonathan Allen, AKA the big white boy, and you got Taylor who can tote that bitch. Like, I, like to me in sports, in professional sports, I should say, there's this thing about like, trying to win and preparing for the future. Fuck the future. Win, nigga. Win. Like, I get so tired not, not of, of us. And I've done it too, Sterling. I'm guilty of it too. Of saying, but what about the next season and preparing? I've gotten to the point after watching what the Rams did mm-hmm. to saying this. Fuck all that shit, bro. Win. Because all of us talking about preparing for the future are still looking for that fucking dub. You know what the Rams are doing? basking in the glory you know what the, the they're not Kansas though Chiefs, they, they are they won the rams don't give a fuck they won after. but they are the they're, they're one of the top bottom teams in the league now now they they no, got no. their super bowl for sure yes but chris, chris I mean, let me say this to chris though chris this is totally different than madden madden is all about the future i'm talking about real life in real life championships last forever and wishing for a future hope don't mean shit. And as a Cowboys fan, and as you as a Bills fan, if you look up and say, like, I know for a fact that if we have this guy, we may not win the Super Bowl, but we're going to be fucking contenders. You do it. I'm tired of watching professional sports people say, we didn't do this because of, fuck the future. Win. Win. Nigga, win. I don't get, if if the Cowboys were to go trade, if the, I don't give a fuck. You know what? It is, but you want to win. And you know what y'all did? Y'all finished one play out of the fucking Super Bowl. One play out of and Nobody hates y'all for that. But you know what? You, any other type of deal you make, we're trying to prepare for the fuck the future. Well, guess what? Guess win. what? You can do if both. Co- I'm, let me say this for you. 
And you know, you can, you can, but Sterling, it takes a genius, not a genius, but it takes someone that's doing, knows what they're doing and does it right. And I'm, my point is, fuck doing that. Like, if you want to try to do both, that's fine. But if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm saying, I'm going to sign this motherfucker to the dotted line. Because if we win this year and we don't win for the next five, guess what people are still going to say? They won the fucking ball. If the Rams don't win or don't go to the playoffs or do shit for the next five years, we're still going to remember Aaron Donald doing this and saying, we put this shit together and I won. And I, for one, this is a tangent a little bit, but I am for one, I'm on the side of Stephen A. Smith. I'm fucking sick and tired of losers telling me that they did a good job. I lost by one to Dan Madden. I fucking lost. Right. I, I lost. Yeah. Like, let, like let I'm tired of this. This I'm sorry, but let me go. I'm tired of this shit where motherfuckers like James Harden and we see Brandon Jennings and we see all these niggas that ain't win talk about all the other act. We don't give a fuck, bro. We're right. fans. You won at life. Win, nigga. Get it done. Win. All the other shit don't fucking matter because we don't get to spend your money and we don't get to look at your trophies. The only trophy that matters to a Texas fan, a Broncos fan, a Saints fan, a fucking Bills fan is that fucking silver one that says Lombardi on it because we don't get your money, nigga. So get that shit done. Get it done. Period. I'm trying to say is this. The future is now. And speaking of future, future, uh, these future top 10 uh, power rankings from my boy Sterling. Go ahead (laughs) and take us out. All right, so here we go. Week two power rankings, or the, or this is week three, rather. Yeah. Uh, power rankings for the NFL in the preseason. So, you know, this is just a primer to get you ready for the regular season. But, you know, I have a surprise, folks. I have a surprise at number 10, and I have the Detroit Lions. This is a team that has gone under the radar, that's gone under the radar this offseason. Uh, I think when you go out and you get a Jameer Gibbs, this defense was already good, Right. Um, I think Jared Goff is he's not a great quarterback, he's just good enough. I'm Ross St. Brown. Uh, look, man, uh, the lines are up and coming, and you're playing in the NFC North. That's not uh, that's really not going to be that good. I think this is the best team in the division, better than the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to come back to earth. So, I got the Lions here at number 10. Now, I know they're they suck in preseason, but it's because they're trying to develop and build young guys in their depth. All right, at number nine, you know. Watching the Dolphins game uh, against Houston, I like what I saw from the offense. Um, you know, there's a lot about Tua throwing an interception, and uh, it is what it is, right? Every quarterback's going to make mistakes. But let me tell you what I what I appreciate about Tua this week is that he came out and he told Ryan Clark to shut the fuck up pretty much and that he'll throw hands. I want to see that from our quarterback, unlike Dak Prescott. So I got the Dolphins here at number nine, okay? I, I, I do think uh, – they are in contention to get Jonathan Taylor. We're going to see what happens there. I, you know, I feel like the Dolphins probably is a team that could make a move. I think you put Jonathan Taylor in that wide zone, uh, Shanahan, you know, type of offense. I think you know he'd eat in that offense. I think they'd be really good. I think he'd be a missing piece. Uh, number eight, I got the Jets. Um, you know, Mackay Becton really surprised me this week in his play in the preseason game. He did really well at right tackle. Um, and this is a guy that was drafted really high, hasn't lived up to expectations. But anytime you get to see a young player like that, you know, produce and when it's on the offensive line, which was one of their weak points. And it still is a weak point. But to see him and then, you know, you're going to have Elijah Vera Tucker. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to calm the storm a little bit. So I got the Jets here uh, at a number eight. And that's no disrespect. 
At number seven, you're going to see a dip from the Bills. The Bills have two holes, okay? Middle linebacker and right tackle. Spencer Brown is still trying to figure it out. Um, and, and, and early in the show, uh, CPG JM11 talking about say that shit again about Buffalo. First of all, okay, I don't know where you're getting this Buffalo Bills hate, but it's got to stop, okay? Now, every team has an offensive line problem in terms of depth. The Bills are no different. They, they definitely need help um on the offensive line tommy doyle and um you know these guys are getting injured for the year it, he's it, a stealer who, who who's the stealer jm11 is a oh, he's a stealer. okay okay yeah okay that's why he said that um the bills were sloppy in their preseason game i ain't gonna cap i ain't gonna cap they were sloppy but if this was like regular season man we does he not remember what the Bills did to the Steelers last year in Archer Park so stop it but I got the Bills here at number seven at number six I got the Chargers. Um, listen, uh, Herbert is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, I, I, I think you know it'd be nice if the Chargers could actually give the the Chiefs some some run and actually beat them for a game. That'd be great. Um, I do like what I saw from the from the uh, Broncos too. So this can be a, a competitive division. So I got the Chargers sitting here at a nice six. At number five, I got the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what they say, the deuce is loose. Um, you know the Cowboys. I think um, they're gonna they're gonna be extremely good, but the the, the where the Cowboys' value is gonna come in is on the defense side of the ball. We know that this offense can produce points. That that's no question, right? But the defense, I think, is gonna take another step. You, you, when you got two lockdown corners like that, man, Stephon Gilmore, Trevion Diggs, it, it means a lot. You're not gonna be able to just air it out on this team. So I think the Cowboys. You know, and, and and I say all this to say when you when you give Dak Prescott solid pieces in different areas, and where it doesn't have to be on Dak Prescott, I think it makes them a, a much better team uh, than what they are appear to be on paper. Um, number four, you got Cincy here. They really didn't move much. Um, they're they're kind of quiet. You know, I think they have. You know, they're they're not solid at depth. Again, when they start having to pay all these players, they, they're they're going to look like everybody else. You know. And I don't think they necessarily have like strong infrastructures like Buffalo, Kansas City, the Eagles, where they're going to be able to keep up and contend in terms of star power. Um, so we got them right here at number four. Their preseason has kind of been ho-hum, like really nothing to be excited about. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, whatever they got going on with uh, Trey Lance, just trade the guy. You know he's not a part of your program, part of your future. He's missed two practices in a row. Um, what I want to see from this defense, though, you know, we, we talk about the Bosa's and the Hargrave. I want to I want to see how they are able to kind of handle pressure at the cornerback position. Um, they're going to win their division. That's no that's no question. But what are they going to do when they face the Cowboys uh, in the playoffs or where they face the Eagles in the playoffs? I think that's the, the kind of barometer that we're looking at uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. At number two, you got the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they just continue to load up on talent, young talent, University of Georgia talent. That defense is really good. Again, we talked about this last week. Um, what kind of quarterback is Jalen Hurts going to be? We know he's good, but can he be great? And, and that's what that's the thing that, that I want to see. He's got to make more big boy throws. And again, we really haven't seen him in preseason, uh, but it is everything is kind of boiling down to cut. You know, they play the Patriots, Bill Belichick, uh, you know, kind of defense that they're going to be looking at. Again, I mean, we, we know that the, the Patriots aren't really anything special, but 
I want to see what Jalen Hurts is in this second year, right? We're going to call it the second year because he's going to have to produce. And again, I mean, I really don't have much to say here. Can't see the Chiefs. Um, they continue to be Brett Veach is the best GM in the league, along when you have the best quarterback in the league and the best tight end in the league. Uh, it's going to, you know, catapult you. But if they don't kind of figure out this Chris Jones thing, he's talking about coming back week week eight. I don't think that's good for the squad. Um, I think, you know, they already don't have much um, in terms of defensive line pass rushing. You take out Chris Jones, that's a big problem. If he comes back in week eight. So um, they're going to have some tough some tough bouts in those eight weeks if he doesn't play. And I think that's that could be the difference of them losing the, the AFC number one overall seed. So I guess that's good for other teams like Buffalo, the Bengals, and, and whoever is the, the next contender. So, But as of right now, going into week three of the preseason, I do have the Chiefs number one, and that is the top ten power rankings right here on Sports Sushi. All right. Yeah, the Chiefs, all the other Chiefs defenders are garbage, <clears throat> except all for right. Chris Jones. I want to say this, and this is my hot take for the year. My team is going to make it in the Sterling's top 10 power ranking this season at one point this season. I'm telling y'all. They will. I know. I know a guy. You know, <laughs> I know a guy. Tampa Baker. Tampa Baker. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I got to root for the Dolphins just because Sterling didn't like the Bills and I picked the Dolphins. And for you, Boogie, it's Tampa Baker, baby. All right, I'll take I'll take my odds because I know y'all like anytime the Cowboys lose, but so does America. So I, I mean, mean, don't you know. don't lie, y'all like it. I mean, y'all like it. They've lost a lot, you know. So I mean, it's, see, it's, look, the first thing I jump <laughs> off was slander. You know, it's he just had to slander. Yeah, you know, you know, they don't do it for me no more. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? I need a little something different, right? Yeah. I'm actually gonna be showing a lot of love to the Bills because I gotta control them on the fucking game. So oh, just because, yeah. just because of that, huh? <laughs> yeah, except for Gabriel. Fuck. Anyways, I'm not gonna get into that. Gabriel, you cool? Jordan uh, Poyer, shout out. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, Jordan Poyer, uh, yeah, rock, Jordan rocking Poyer. the hoodie. With with the JP, yeah. Shout out to Jordan Poy for lacing our boy up, man. Uh, go ahead. We gotta make sure we get his like ad or something so we can send him the show link, bro. Like he gotta be someone that watch live, bro. Jordan Poyer sending the city sending you the merch, bro. Like Jordan, hey. you need to watch. Travarius yeah. White need to watch. Then y'all could get Quentin Williams to watch. Then y'all could get Ty- Waddle to watch. So Waddle, we got some niggas using in this. Bit. That's how we grow. <laughs> grow the show. We gonna see. By the way, while saying growing the show, be sure to like, subscribe. Hit that bell so you get that ding. Because Sports Sushi, you know, we got that roll. All right. And if you want to follow uh, the show, you can follow the show at Twitter at Sports Sushi, all one word, or Sports underscore Sushi on uh, Threads, Instagram, whatever it's called. Uh, If you want to follow us individually, you can go ahead. You can read. Look at the shit down there at the bottom. If you can't read and you're listening, you can follow me at DJ Slow Boogie on ID, not a Y, at all forms of social media. And you can, you know, Hit my boy up Sterling at where they can find you at Sterling. Yeah, at Ferro oh, Sterling yeah. on Twitter, Stilo.huncho on the TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what's up. That's where you can find me. You already know on all, on all platforms, you can find me by typing in Big 30, T-H-A, the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you the truth about these sports, about these games, about this music, about life. You know what I'm talking about? All right. No lies. We just the truth. Bang. Bang, bang, gang. Peace. All right. <laughs>